You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Radio Station. A very good afternoon to our guest, Uno Manondenja. Uh, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us as well. No, ma, she is an only child, but she is a wife as well. She's Mrs. Nondenja. She's also a new mom, a beautiful son. She's a businesswoman and a lifestyle enthusiast. And um, she's, uh, by profession, she's an information system uh, systems graduate all the way from the University of Western Cape. Currently, she's speci specializing in corporate um, in the field of information security and cyber security. She's got a beautiful quote that we'll uh, later on talk about that motto, why that motto, why it is her fave motto. But for now, uh, we, today we're going to be talking about the dangers of um, comfort zone why should people uh why is it uh, a danger to be at a comfort zone i mean i'm so comfortable but uh for now before we dive straight into the the dangers of uh, of comfort zone i just want to know um who you are in terms of what you like um what are your uh, favorite things to do so that we just break the ice into our interview um, thank you so much to the team um, from heavy, for having me, and thank you to all the Hope Live listener, listeners for tuning in. So as Dumi has said, I am no man on danger. I'm all the way from Cape Town. I am an only child. I don't have any siblings. Mm. Um, yeah, so I started at the University of the Western Cape Information Systems. Then in 2015, I started my career, and since then, I've been here. Mm. Um, seven years later. Wow. Seven years later, almost to ten. You're going to be a scorker soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, something really inspired uh, about the nuggets that you shared on your YouTube channel, uh, something that captured us as the team, the nuggets that you shared on uh, the dangers of the comfort zone and we just thought of like let's share with our drive people you know in the studio what are uh, maybe just start from anywhere um the dangers of the the, the comfort zone, comfort zone. Mm. all right um just to to take a step back um comfort zone right it's our safe place um it's where we run to when the challenges of the world actually overtakes or overwhelms us, right? Mm. Um, simply because we find ourselves in that space that we can do whatever we want and we can do it anyhow because we already know that space. That's why we are actually comfortable. Mm. But the danger of actually being in that space, you don't realize that you don't grow mm. as an individual because you are so comfortable on doing things the way you used to do them to a point that you don't even realize that it's time to fly out of that comfort zone. So the dangers of it, um, it can go as far holding you back um, mm. to your growth as an individual, and it can hold you back to a point of not actually discovering your full self as an individual. It can go as far as not actually reaching a point of having your purposeful life um, as, an in, as an individual, simply because we are so comfortable in this space that is so 
familiar on what you know and on what you do. So by the time you step in a different space, um, you become nervous, you become, it just becomes a challenge. It's nerve-wracking knowing that now I need to step out of this familiar place. Mm -hmm. So you basically hold yourself back from your own growth, which is one of the dangers, and um, you don't grow to discover your full self, self as a person because one, you wouldn't know the capabilities that you have. Mm. Um, that's number one. And you wouldn't know what more you can do besides the things that you do in your comfort zone, mm. which is very dangerous. And at times we miss um, um, our full self because we are so focused on what we already know. And we miss what exactly God has actually called us to do um, in this world. Um, so, yeah, that's the dangers of the comfort zone. Wow. Personally, on your own journey um, from a young age or even currently, have you ever experienced a point where you like you felt uh, I've been far too long? You know, sometimes as as a person, we get used to the habits that we do, to the patterns of our lives. Have you ever experienced uh, a zone in your life where you felt you too comfortable? Then um, it caused a lot of things that could that we could say they were um, negative or disadvantageous to your life absolutely absolutely and one of them that I can think from the top of my head um, right now it's when I actually joined um, corporate um, in 2015 mm. um, believe it or not before I actually joined the corporate even on the early stages I joined the corporate I used to be this most shy girl who was just mm -hmm. not able to utter a single word mm. um, in a room, even at varsity, like when we do school projects, it will just end there. Mm. Outside of that, I was just a girl who, was just, who just likes um, her own space. Mm. But then one of my line managers who actually said something profound um, said, when we are in the meetings or in rooms, right, um, you tend to be too quiet. Mm. But what I realize is every time we step out of the meetings, you always have questions, <laughs> right? And your questions are intriguing at times and very important and very significant, which makes me think that there is something in you, but there's not that boldness, that confidence in everything. And because of that, I urge you to actually partake on a toast. It's called a Toastmasters um, club where you learn public speaking and whatnot, mm. right? And I don't regret a day I actually joined that program mm. because that's where my communication skill started to improve and that's where my confidence as well started to improve. And I actually started to realize that's actually what corporates want. Mm. Like it's the system of corporate, you can't help it. If you are not visible to people, you won't get the rewards. Mm. If you are not a people's person who you will speak things out of confidence mm. and boldness to actually show that you know that you're talking about, you need to be confident. Sure. If you're not, then you're just a number in corporate. Mm. So that's yeah. one of the things I had to step out of my shell. Mm. Wow. So you went to Toastmasters, and how long have you been part of Toastmasters? And is this something that you're still doing today, especially with regards to your personal growth? Yes, of course, since 2015. But after I had my son last year, mm -hmm. I had to take a pause um, but I've started with NetBank, um, to to Toastmasters 1, um, just to, to, to get back to the hang of it. Yeah. So since 2015, I never looked back 
at all because I saw the significance of being able to mm. articulate yourself and yeah. being able to communicate whatever that you want to communicate to individuals. Absolutely beautiful. Congratulations on your son. Thank you so uh, much. So, uh, I'm quite curious in terms of now you've gone to Toastmasters because you wanted to improve yourself. You know, you received advice and you took it seriously. In terms of going back and applying that, how easy was that? how difficult was it? <laughs> I'll be lying if I say it was easy. Yeah. Because doing something that you've never done before, it's mm -hmm. challenging. Um, it's challenging because, one, you don't know what you expect. And, and two, um, you are in between, whether it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. But the, 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 the good thing about stepping out of your comfort zone the more you push yourself yeah. um the more you see the results because when i reflect back from where i actually come from i'm like you did yourself the best thing to go on toastmasters yeah. when i look at the things that i've been able to do from the public speaking i've learned from toastmasters from the confidence i've learned from toastmasters yeah. so if we were to maybe do it as a diagnostics you know to say that I've got symptoms of a person who's in their comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would like to hear from you. What would you identify as the symptoms of a person who's like in their mm. comfort zone? They are comfortable where they are. They don't want to grow. They don't want to budge. They just love the stagnancy. Number one, um, I think if you're an individual who's full of excuses, when opportunity comes, you're like, no, I can't do it because mm -hmm. of this and that. Yeah. Um, that actually shows that you're actually comfortable of where you are, mm -hmm. right? And number two, if you're a doubtful person, mm -hmm. like you want to see results even before you actually mm -hmm. do what you are required to do, yeah. then you're comfortable because if you can do that, it actually shows that you're not, you don't really want what you want is how you want to breathe, if mm. I may put it that way. Yeah. Because if you want something just like how you want to breathe, you will definitely go with it. Mm. So if you are doubtful for me and um, you always have excuses that I can't do it because of this and that, then those are the symptoms that you are comfortable, comfortable of where you are mm. and you don't seem to see or there is a need for you to step out of that comfort zone. I love that. Now, let's talk about this whole issue of wanting something as much as you want to breathe. Uh, I know a wise uh, man once said that when a lion is caged, uh, instinctively it wants to come out of that cage because it knows it doesn't belong in that cage. That's true. You know, so uh, I'm quite curious, though, because here you are, you, you now had to transition from being the shy girl who asks questions after meetings and so forth. Um, how then did you position yourself to have this desire to breathe as much as you want this thing you know how did you get to that point or has it always been there but you just never extracted it i will believe it has always been there mm -hmm. um to be honest but it i think that the challenge was that i was never exposed yeah. um to that to that life or to that particular environment mm -hmm. um you know so positioning i think at times even the environment that we are in can limit us or actually put a shade on us to actually see who we really are, yeah. um, to be honest. But the minute we are actually moved out of that environment, you get to see that actually I can do this, I can do that. Because yeah. now you have been shifted of where you thought you belong. I'm yeah. not sure if I'm making sense. No, so yeah. when you actually, that's why I believe probably it has always been there, mm -hmm. 
but because of the environment and because of the doubt and the self-esteem I had um, on myself, I never saw it. But because now I was intentional that I want to change this and actually took steps to make sure that I improve whatever that I wanted to change. And I started to realize this has always been there. It was wow. it just probably just needed some refining or, yeah. or, or whatever that was needed for it to grow um, to where it is now. What advice would you give to a person who is, and I'm sure, uh, there are a number of people who are in this current situation where you are in your comfort zone in the sense that you are there because of finances, but it's not exactly where you want to be. You feel like that lion who's in a cage, but you also feel you don't have the resources to step out of the cage. What would you say to a person like that? I always say just start. Yeah. Just start. Um, I'm saying this because you just mentioned um, the resources. You want to do something, yeah. but probably you don't have money and whatnot. And when we spoke about that quickly, I actually thought about my online business that I actually started, mm -hmm. um, which, was, which is Lullaby Babies. It focuses yeah. on selling baby items and everything. It's terrific. I started that business from zero. Believe mm -hmm. it or not, I didn't have capital simply because I had a business that I attempted before, which was a nail business. Yeah. And my husband invested on it, we invested on it, and it never took off. Ish. So the second one, when I told him, I want to do this one, he was like, you will need to prove to yourself mm. that you can do it mm. without me. I'm not putting a cent on it, you are on your own. Yeah. And guess what? I opened an Instagram page, I started advertising the goods that I will be selling yeah. without a cent. What I will do, I would say all the items that I have are on pre-order. So if you need anything, it's on pre-order. Without yeah. them knowing that I was going to use the money that they buy <laughs> the goods <laughs> as my capital. Once I've bought yeah. the stock, I reinvest. Yeah. I reinvest because I didn't have capital. It's incredible. So yeah, just wow. start. Oh, okay. Um, Sisesa no no ma teta comfort zone by bo usanjanus vutunulanjani from pants. So gangoko uh sesa tetana see man naunga tetanati. You can send us your voice notes on O seven uh oh six seven one five three one zero eight nine was playing about uh we'll come back uh, after the air break. Enjoy. We hope you are enjoying the live stream. Stay faithful and devoted. Hello, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. This is Pastor Ngezum Tetua from Hope Restoration Ministries, Tembisa Campus. Do join us every Sunday at either 7.30, 9 o'clock, or 11 o'clock for a Hope Restoring service. We are located at 1774 Let's Yakarana Street in Munzi section. We are looking forward to welcoming you there. Indeed, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So come and hear his word and nothing else. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. At 
consumer glass and aluminium, we offer a world-class standard in the manufacture, supply and installation of products. Our operational capacity cuts across the entire construction industry from a simple residential home to the high-rise complex building structure. Our services include glass skylights, bullet-resistant glass, aluminium windows and doors and much, much more. Call us now on 071-474-7406 or visit our website at www.nzema.co.za. Nzema Glass and Aluminium, committed to service excellence. You're listening to Hope Alive. Welcome back on Hope Alive FM, shaping your minds. Aibo, sipeti landugi, amira pasbeta, nengondo zakuba zinge gatle apa. Okay, so now sisese apa no 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 sis noma, sichetenge comfort zone. So Uti, she is the only child. So I could imagine that you had imaginary friends because senjuba awdali namdu usele wedo angwe na bazali. She's so creative. You became creative and you have to think on your feet because there was no one to speak to mm-hmm. and um knowing e background you mm-hmm. only speak when you need something and again if you have imaginary friends which means no healing so yeah man um so now i believe that or i think that they are um it's not only bad uh situations where you'll find people who are in their comfort zone mm. there are people who are in their comfort zone yet they're doing good mm. i always thought that um being in your comfort zone it's when you do not have a job you're at home sitting without you sending or uh, emailing any cvs Ganti, you you can be working progressive but still you're in a comfort zone True. so if you can tell us maybe what are the negatives and the disadvantages of a comfort zone uh, the advantages and the disadvantages are you okay all right i think should i speak about the advantages of a comfort zone then mainly we'll be referring to individuals who don't have an eager to do things yeah. because remember um, a comfort zone it becomes a problem when you still have things that you want to do but you have doubt um you you're just not sure where to start but when it becomes an advantage is that you are actually content of where you, of where you at like you don't see the need why you should do something else you are actually happy then for me that it's not a problem um it's only a problem where you actually want to do stuff but there's something that is holding you back it's either fear it's either doubt it can be any reason so from an advantage perspective i can come from that angle that it's an advantage if you are okay you are yeah, comfortable you are content you are happy like you, d- you don't have anything else mm-hmm. to do um but then it, it becomes a disadvantage if you still have other things that you want to do but you don't seem to to be confident mm-hmm. on partaking on them oh that's great so now meaning your 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 aim it is to extract uh, um, people who are doubting who, who who do not have that confident in them saying Absolutely. I know uh, other than pushing people who are already there Absolutely. because there are people who are like 
for instance, we have Sebiso. Um, Sebiso um, is good in what he's doing. And he could be here being content. And he, now we see a potential. No, man, don't be limited. Here, it's only a start. And I tell you, ah, and if you know, tell you, hope, um, na, and if you know, it's born, see. So, which means your your goal and uh, your your business is that to extract or to pull out only those who are um, with s- low self-esteem, uh, because I think yes. Yes, yes. Because um, if if Tepiso is content, you can speak all you want, you can advise all you want. If his mind is set that yeah. I don't want to move from level one to level two, mm. then your words it's like they go into the drain. There's nothing more. There's not nothing less you can do. But if you speak to someone who actually sees himself or herself that I actually want to go to level two, then that's the type of people I'm talking to. Oh, wow. So now to encourage people who who love helping, you know, there are people who love helping, uh, but they are not patient enough <coughs> to wait. So if maybe there is there a duration you can put to say, no, man, you helping pe- you helping someone who is in their comfort zone, uh, we give you maybe three months. Uh, maybe in, in what you're doing, you give them maybe a month or a year. Uh, you pushing that person's stop holding back do, do you have duration or it depends on the person how fast or how slow uh, they are okay unfortunately is that i haven't gotten the opportunity to mentor um anyone but hopefully that's <laughs> <your work>. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you gave me to me as my project <laughs> but speaking from my from my own experiences um on anything that I start, I always put a timeline on it. Sometimes I do miss them. Um, yeah. Sometimes I actually do actually meet them like everything is, is aligned. Um, you know, because I think there's an importance um, why you should have your time, timelines in place because they keep you accountable. Mm. That by this date, I said I want to achieve this. If it has not happened, what could be the reason? Then you start to reevaluate whatever that you were, you were doing or you were planning to do, what is it that I can do differently so that I can still achieve my goal? Because if you don't have a timeline, if you don't have anything that makes you accountable to that particular goal, then mm-hmm. it just becomes a wish um, that I wish I could have. I wish I could have. Yeah. But there's really nothing, nothing that you're actually doing to add in order to get where you want to go. Well, that's great. So I wanted to, I will ask you um, maybe two last questions. That Number one, since you are this person and you are pursuing this, um, do you see yourself when you are in a comfort zone uh, or your hobby needs to say, and you said you will do this. Do you see yourself? Can you recognize, okay, here I'm being sloppy. Uh, I need to push here. Or it's only when you see, because there are people who are that who are like that, who are able to see what this person cannot do this yet. He and herself, uh, maybe we are we are flopper somewhere or the other. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. And I uh, will give you um, a, a typical example. Um, I started my YouTube channel um, in January um, this year. And um, on my YouTube channels, I used to speak Kosa quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the ladies, Sis Anne, actually um, did say that, am I looking to expand 
um, to other countries, my YouTube channel or is only a niche only to Kosa people. Mm. And that question actually triggered quite a lot of things because it's not something I actually thought about. For me, I was on my default settings as being Kosa. But I was forgetting that there are other people who, me, who might be interested in my channel, but mm-hmm. language might be a barrier. True. And I had to take a step back and make sure that I address that so that I'm able to reach other people from other ends. Yeah. Well, so speaking is not like <coughs> music. Yes. You know, music, you don't have to hear the words. Hello. You're like, I, it's oh, nice. Oh, no, ma, total yes, are you? So now, okay, and uh, then lastly, um, if we can give you five years to come, Ufungo's uh, with what you're pursuing, uh, probably owning um, buildings where you will gather people and speaking to them, teaching them, uh, having maybe educators who will be uh, strictly doing that in their comfort zone. So five years from now, geez. Um, but one thing that has been in my heart, which is also the reason why I started my channel, is to actually bring hope and actually touch lives. Um, bring hope in a manner that there's still tomorrow. Tomorrow is a different day um, from today, which actually gives you an opportunity to still prove yourself if yesterday didn't work out. So if you look at my YouTube channel, it's actually about that. Yeah. Because I think... I've seen how the generation, our generation, has actually lost hope um, simply because things have gotten tougher and whatnot. And for me, I just want to be that asset that will bring that hope and that will actually remind that individuals that tomorrow is another day for you to prove yourself. Indeed. Wow, we're talking to Noma here. Uh, all things, um, dangers of your comfort zone, the things that could be holding you uh, back uh, in progressing in life. Uh, remember, you can uh, engage with us on 067153-1089. Please do send a text or a voice note if you've got any question in regards to what we're talking about. We've got a listener here, Sibo Dube. Thank you so much for connecting with us, Sibo Dube. She's saying, great insights, Norma. Timelines are very important, but progressing Procrastination gets in the way. How does one avoid procrastination? Yeah, that's a tricky one, a difficult one. Um, but I'll go back to 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 to, to the accountability, right? Um, I think procrastination actually gets to to all of us. But if you have something that is written down, and I do want to promote the use of the people around us, have a mentor, um, have someone that will be able to equip you or to elevate you, someone who will be able to actually tap you that, Norma, you are slacking behind, right? But again, it does not guarantee that having that mentor or having that someone who always reminds you that you have this goal, you will actually achieve what you wanted to achieve. But it's just being accountable and just tell yourself that I will focus on this um, no matter what, and I will push it until something happens. I think that's the best way I can explain it because mm. procrastination is there. Yeah. Is there, but it takes discipline for one to move away from that. True. Yeah, indeed, procrastination has made uh, a lot of people, you know, not to fulfill their dreams or their great talents that God has given them. Yes. And one of the things that is also mostly um, circulated, especially in the social um, networks, it's the childhood trauma 
the childhood trauma, do you think that there is a certain level of a child, somebody being um, traumatized when they were a child, that to them it will be doing in like more pain, more damage to the person's confidence and well-being if we push them um, out of their comfort zone. For example, um, Olisa said there are other comfort zones that look good mm. and somebody continues to prosper because that comfort zone to them, it's making them prosper and, and, and. So talking about the childhood um, traumas, everybody now talks about childhood mm. trauma. Uh, even those who are being disrespectful, they are saying, ah, it's childhood trauma. So when it comes to being uh, getting out of the comfort zone, do you think that there are certain... Um, childhood traumas that one could have experienced that to them um, telling them or preaching to them that you need to get out of your comfort zone and we will be doing more damage than the beautiful thing of getting whole out of the comfort zone. Absolutely to me um, because I want to believe that um, we do actually grow with whatever that we learned um, when we were younger right and when we get older, it becomes difficult for us to actually unlearn um, whatever that we learn when we were young, right? And um, that's why one will probably need to learn with, with whatever help that will be around him or her, mm -hmm. um, you know? Because, for example, speaking about childhood trauma, but I don't want to actually give it a, a trauma. For example, I grew up as an only child mm -hmm. um, with, with, with only my parents, and for some reason... I thought and believed that it's my responsibility to actually take care of my parents, right? Mm -hmm. And it still, it still is. It still is. And because of that, you get into marriage and you get that sense of controlling in a way mm -hmm. because I used to do the things this way mm -hmm. and you just can't let go, you're right? Because you're taking care of your mom, you're taking care of your dad. Mm -hmm. Like you feel like it's a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Then you meet someone else, you're just unable to let go of that. Mm -hmm. But this, those are the things that one needs to refine as you grow, needs to unlearn mm. that there's someone else now. It's not just you. It's not just you and your parents, you know. So I do want to believe that whatever that was instilled to us when we are younger, we do grow with it. But it takes us with courage to actually recognize them, number one, mm. because it's difficult to even recognize that I was traumatized. So it's a big step when you actually realize that I was traumatized and actually seeking help to move out of that. Wow, beautiful indeed. Um, let's come, let's go to your, to your YouTube channel. Um, I was, I was, I posted some, some day, a few days ago or a day ago that one of the things that will make me and God and not have a good relationship with the YouTube channels that I watch. <laughs> because every time I tell myself that, okay, I have to spend time with God, I find, uh, because most of the times it's either I'll need a sermon just to motivate me mm -hmm. or just to listen to a Bible audio, and then I find myself uh, plucked into a YouTube channel. With your YouTube channel, what, 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 what does it inform us with, like, what what sets what what sets yours apart for me to be saying ah God I'll spend fifteen minutes with you then I'll definitely go to Noma's YouTube because at the end of the day it balances. All right, I think I've mentioned is to say that the focus or the objective that I'm trying to achieve um, from my YouTube channel is to touch lives mm -hmm. and um, to give hope um, that there's still tomorrow. Right, um, by saying that I do have an element of also 
giving my own experiences and how God has been so good um, and faithful um, in actually helping me achieve whatever that I wanted to achieve. Mm. So my YouTube channel really is to actually show the goodness of God, mm. right? And actually make my walk with God fashionable, but without forgetting that we are in a real world where real things happen. Mm. And that's where the message of giving hope and touching lives actually comes together to support the fact that I want to advance the kingdom of God through preaching his wo- through preaching his word mm-hmm. but at the same time bring bringing it back home by using my own experiences so that people can relate mm-hmm. um, as well lovely yeah. i think that's absolutely incredible indeed uh, the fact that you allow people to resonate with you so that they can touch base that with the fact that you are also going through those things mm-hmm. now i'm quite uh, curious in terms of uh, in mentorship you mentioned something about the necessity of having a mentor and I want to find out from you in terms of, one, do you have a mentor? Mm-hmm. Two, what's the best way or how best can one identify a mentor? Sure, yeah, that's a heavy one. So I do have a mentor. Um, it's Justin Pro- Prozisky. I actually got him from Toastmasters Club, okay, right? So the main journey then was for him to actually help me um, achieve the goal that I wanted to achieve at the time. Um, be a person who's able to articulate herself in speaking and the pu- the public speaking. How do you identify a mentor? I actually don't know. <laughs> however, yes. however, with me, what actually worked um, with Justin was the fact that we had quite a number of values that were similar okay. um, 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 to us, you know. Um, so that was one thing. And number two. Um, I saw him as an individual that will not wear a facade should he want to tell it like it is. Okay. Because at the same time, you don't want a mentor that won't be able to tell you mm-hmm. when you are not doing himself. right. Yeah. Yeah. He can only tell you when you are doing right, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, I think I like that because, number one, we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. So there was no way that he will sugarcoat things with me that, Norma, you're not doing according how we have planned. Um, you know, but I'm not sure how one can actually identify that. I'll be lying if I yeah. say I know. But for me, it's the fact that Justin and I, we had the same values. And at the time, we were in the same organization, which was convenience for me at times, um, at that time. And the fact that he was able to actually put me like on my place when I'm not actually getting what we sub- we've planned that we're yeah. going to achieve because wow. you need that. I love that indeed. And uh, um, lastly, I think I just want to know in terms of, uh, you know, discovering your purpose, because I, I see you as a person who's dibbling and dabbling in quite a number of things. You know, mm-hmm. you, you went Toastmasters just so that you could be able to speak in a meeting, you know, and uh, you started a business, you failed and then you started again and you succeeded. You know, you did all of these things. And now my curiosity then would be, how did you come to that place where you finally discovered your purpose to a point of even now doing a YouTube channel and all of those things because you never allowed yourself to stick to one thing. So how I actually went about it, I'm still a work in progress, but the motto um, that I love is that if it's anything that allows me to serve people, Mm. then it gives me a sense of fulfillment. That's where I want to be, um, you know, because I think when you serve um, others, you get that sense that 
you have done good yeah. because it was not for you mm. because i think it's a it's a different feeling when you do something for yourself mm. but it's a different feeling when you do something for uh, someone else and you actually <laughs> and you actually see that the yeah. person appreciates yeah. it yeah. um you know you have put a smile to someone else so yeah. for me um i'm i'm serving other people i think just puts something in my heart and hence the youtube channel i guess yeah. because it's another way of serving people from different ends of the world wow that's great so now um if maybe you could just elaborate just a bit if uh the importance of uh a person living their purposeful life um working in your own lane what god has called you into and flourishing in that if you could maybe enlighten us the importance of someone who's doing it uh we propose yake kulain yake so the 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 importance of having a purpose for life number one okay, as you you know if it's a if it's a purpose that have been called by god number one it will be in alignment with god um it will be in alignment with your values right and once you have discovered this is a purpose it will make you feel happy you will feel fulfilled you will feel full and not empty and once you feel good about that and it it it's kind of aligned to your passion then for me it's it's your purpose it's your purpose because if it's if it's something else that you do but is not aligned with god is not aligned with your with your values is not aligned with your passion and you're still not happy about about it then for me it's not your purpose oh wow that's great so now do you uh, in your profession do you do what you're doing uh, because i believe that Uh, people can separate their profession with their purpose so do you do that does not it does not drain you if you do something that is uh not what you're doing people will outdraining it somehow so when you refer to corporate are you referring to what i'm doing now at work at do work i now. refer to it as the purpose that i've been called for no ndi chuba questions wow bro I think the question is asking yourself. You're doing this you are trying to pull people out from being their comfort in their comfort zone and ngapho ngizumsebenzi umsebenzi ohlukileyo far different from what you doing okuphimala ukwenza imali bamhlabaka yofunda esikolweni ayidrain inalondo. Of course it does especially if you don't like the job that you are in um which is where i'm at at this point <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes yes so it is it is draining because if you, if you do something that you don't enjoy that you don't love you will always be looking at things that makes you happy um which is at this stage for me i always think about my youtube channel i always think about my next topic um that i want to share um um, um to, to to people right but um to 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 get kind of get to your second question is at work uh, my husband made, made it very clear at some stage that at when we are at work we are at work and we are at work because of the skills or the capabilities that our cv actually kind of illustrated is a need or value at work so we should be able to differentiate what you've been called for at work and what you've been called for as yourself as an individual okay. right because at the same time as much as we will want to call everyone to Christ but we must be cognizant of the platform we are at because we are not there 
uh, uh, um, to save lives in a way, but we are there to save lives. But the calling that we are there for, we are there to deliver based on what the organization needs, right? But should the opportunity comes where we are given a platform that we can actually preach the word of God, then we do that, of course. And I do that with the people that I'm close with um, that when I get there, but I can't go like to the CEO <laughs> of NetBank and be like, God needs you. Yes. You know? <laughs> Come so, to yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 So I believe that, um, uh, sorry, 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 Demi uh, Pels. So I believe that um, sometimes you, we are not like seeds. When, when you take a seed and you press it down, there's no hope there. So if when are you not happy in what you're doing, but you're doing it, so which means also cool, like which means you're in the comfort zone and you go also also in also flourish. That's true. That's true. Wow, beautiful. I like it when you say uh, you 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 don't just go to people and say, yeah, you need Christ, you need Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, that was back in my days when I had uh, in my when I was newly born in Christ, you know, I always wanted to emphasize that you need Christ. Even with my family, I stopped attending their parties. You know, I, I, we are not godly. <laughs> I was pushing people <laughs> to Christ, yet we forget that uh, people are changed by God, not by us. Absolutely. You know, and um, beautiful, beautiful. We're talking, that was Noma uh, Nondenja uh, sharing uh, some wisdoms of, nuggets of wisdoms on uh, uh, how to come out of your comfort zone. She also uh, runs an online business called Lula by Babies, which focuses on distributing baby uh, items. She also has a YouTube channel. Um, she is Noma Nondenja on the YouTube channel. Uh, but if you want to follow her, um, probably you can um, ask her to be your mentor or just walk the journey with her <laughs> you know on instagram she is noma underscore non danger yes. you can share the facebook as well the facebook page and is lullaby babies lullaby babies yes. on instagram wow thank you so much i love we're gonna wrap the interview on her motto that she believes in she's saying whatever you do give it your all and do it excellently whatever you do give it your all and do it excellently wow very beautiful thank you Noma, for joining the drive thank you so much for we having really, me really really appreciate you it's uh five minutes to five o'clock you're listening to hope alive your number one online christian radio station